This week's Parsha is Parsha's Nasei. Parsha's Nasei begins with a unique counting of the people of Shevet Levi, the tribe of Levi. Whereas in last week's Parsha, we talked about the counting of all of the Jewish people, all of, all of the tribes, all of Klal Yisrael. Um, at the end of next, last week's Parsha, we begin a unique counting of the families of the tribe of the Shevet of Levi, which continues in the first section of this week's parsha, the continuation and completion of that special, again, second counting, the unique counting of the tribe of Levi, the Shevet Levi. And the question becomes, what is the eternal message for us? Of course, that happened only one time. It was uh, in that particular time when they were in the desert that they were counted. What's the eternal message? Because every part of Torah has an eternal message for us as well. So, in order to answer that question, I want to come to it from a uh, perhaps a roundabout way. The Rambam writes that it's the nature of a person, of human beings, to be very affected by their surroundings and by the types of people that they make acquaintance of. And therefore, he says that's why a person should always try to become friends and acquaintances with wise people and good people and holy people and to distance themselves from anyone who's going to be a negative influence on themselves. And the Rambam talks about it, he's, he's extreme, he says that if uh, the people won't allow a person to live on their own, so a person should run away from the city and he should live in a desert if necessary to get away from those who are a bad influence. And that's what the Rambam writes in the laws Hilchas Deis. Now, the obvious question is, if everyone is going to run away from the people who, have bad, who are a bad influence, so who's going to teach them? Who's going to teach them? Who's going to inspire them? And who's going to work with them? Um, those people who are a bad influence need someone to influence them, need someone to teach and inspire them as well. So again, if everyone's just going to be uh, looking for their own uh, benefit and making sure they're not, that they're not negatively influenced, so they're running away from these people, who's going to be there for them and who's going to help them? And therefore, the Rebbe points out and he says that the Rambam here is uniquely talking about a person who feels, who is in a level, that they can only be influenced they're not the ones who are going to influence others. You have another person who takes it on as a mission that I'm there to teach, I'm there to guide, I'm there to inspire. And therefore, I'm not here to be influenced from that other person. To the contrary, I'm here to influence that person. When a person comes with that attitude, I'm not here as a receiver, I'm here as a giver, I'm here as a teacher or as an inspirer, then the uh, the whole thing the whole thing shifts and changes. The Gemara says in Masech Yuma, the Gemara says Tahir That's typically translated as one who comes one who comes to become pure, so he gets help from heaven. But the real words are Habaletahir, one who comes to purify to purify others. When one comes with the intention that they're there to purify others, to teach and inspire others, then they get a special help from heaven to be successful in that mission. Not only should they not be influenced, but to the contrary, that they should have success in their mission of being there to help others. Says the Rebbe, this is really what the tribe of Levi was all about. The tribe of Levi, first of all, Yaakov Avinu already gave a blessing to Levi, and he said that you will be the teachers for Klal Yisrael. Yaakov says, Yeru Yaakov, they will be the ones who will teach, who will inspire, the ones who are there to inspire, lead, and teach others. Similarly, here 
We're talking about the Jewish people traveling in the desert. A desert in general represents a place that's void of holiness, that's void of life, void of energy. According to Hasidus, the reason why the Jewish people had to spend 40 years in a desert was because through that they were bringing Kedusha, they were bringing holiness into places that were desolate, places that were not holy. And who were the ones primarily bringing that holiness into the desert? It was the tribe of Levi, who they were the ones who carried the Mishkan. They carried the holiness, the articles of holiness, the Arain, and the Kalim, the vessels of the Mishnah, the Ark, the Ar- the Torah. Levi carries the Arain into the Midbar, representing Levi is the ones who brings Kedusha into the places that are desolate, the places that don't have that Kedusha. And because they have that mission, because they have that job, therefore they get that special bracha, that again, not only will they not be influenced, but they will be able to influence others as well. That, says the Rebbe, is this unique counting that Shevet Levi has in the beginning of this week's parsha. Counting in general is something that gives, that shows Hashem's love, is something that shows a level of significance. And the reason why Levi needed this extra counting, this extra strengthening, this extra significance given to them is to empower them, to be the ones to be out there for others and to be the ones who to influence and inspire and teach, as we've said. And that's the message for all time. Because, and that's, and here comes another very important idea that the Rambam writes, also the Rambam. And he famously said that although the tribe of Levi is the one that's uniquely designated for this mission, but he writes, Loi shevet Levi bilvad. Really, this doesn't belong only to this tribe. Every person, every human being has that ability. If they only desire it, if they only make that decision, that they're here as a servant of Hashem, and that they're here in order to bring Kedusha to others and bring Kedusha to the world, then every person is able to attain the status and the holiness of Shevet Levi. And therefore that becomes the eternal message and the eternal empowerment of the beginning of this week's Parsha. That Hashem turns to each and every one of us and says, if you only want to be part of my tribe, if you only want to look at the world as a place where you have a mission, and therefore you're empowered to inspire others and teach, so not only will you not be affected by them, or by your surroundings, but to the contrary, you have that divine promise and empowerment to affect others and to affect the place wherever you may find yourselves. And one final idea is that it's not only a promise for a person who's already holy and already special and they want to go out and inspire others. When Hashem came to Shevet Levi and He says, okay, it's time to work for me, time to work in the Mishkan, these people didn't have previous training. These people just came out of Egypt and Hashem says, you're going to be my Shevet, you're going to be my tribe and you're going to be my teachers and you're going to be the ones carrying my Kedusha. And He immediately counted them, immediately giving them that ability that they should be the holy people, become the holy people, to inspire others. And the same is with ourselves. When we look at ourselves and say, I'm not worthy of that, I'm not able, I'm not capable of that. I myself, I myself am someone who needs others to inspire me, which may very well be the truth. How can I find within myself that Kedusha to go out and inspire others that's also part of this bracha, part of this counting that Hashem counts this tribe and gives them that ability to become holy people themselves and in turn to bring and share that holiness with all those who are around them as well. Have a wonderful Shabbos.